0: Spider-Man wasn't attacking the city. He was trying to save it. That's slander.
1: It is not. I resent that. Slander is spoken. In print, it's libel. Welcome to the 60th episode of News Dump, brought to you by Summit Funding, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss. I'm Chronicle Associate Editor Aaron Vantile, joined as always by the angriest man in the newsroom, Eric Schwartz, (laughs) and Frankie Baby himself, Franklin Taylor. Gentlemen, how are we today?
0: We're doing fantastic.
2: I'm happy to hear that. Frankie gave away the free bicycle yesterday to Little Miss Friendly. How did she like the bike, Frank?
0: She... Absolutely loved the bike.
2: Did she mind that it was stolen, rusty, and uh, had a flat tire?
0: You know, the Little Miss Friendly pageant, I don't think she, in her head, she might have thought that, but to me, she told me it was the most beautiful bike she's ever seen.
2: A true politician,
1: if I've ever heard one.
2: That age, too, when you win a bike, that's like winning a car as an adult. She was ecstatic. That's awesome. That's, that's great. I'm glad you got to do that. Did the, did the right Little Miss Friendly win, Frank? You were know. there. You were know. on that stage. I don't stage. know if there's a
0: wrong Little Miss Friendly. I mean, I wish they could all win. Those girls are adorable. I, I wish I, I had a bicycle for each of you. <laughs> Next year.
1: Uh, it's uh, Wednesday, August 18th, and as previously mentioned, we have hit peak festival season. The Morton Logger's Jubilee wrapped up a few days ago. Uh, there was the Toledo Bluegrass Festival A little bit of music in the park, and now the fair is happening, which we will... It's here. The fair is here, which we will certainly talk about. Anything else you guys want to get to before we dive right into our first news item today?
2: No, let's talk about the fair and the fact that we're having it and how that was in doubt on uh, Monday afternoon.
1: Yeah, so our first news item, crowd cheers as commissioners choose to continue with fair after health officer recommends canceling it. So Lewis County's Board of Health called an emergency meeting, which would this is Monday, Monday, I believe. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Day before the fair was less than 24 hours before the start of the fair.
1: Yeah. So just to get everybody in the same room um, to discuss whether or not to have the fair, to do anything about it with the whole COVID debacle going on. And first of all, the Lewis County Board of Health is just the county commissioners. Yeah. <laughs> so they pretty much just like they call a meeting and say well let's get the Board of Health in on this and then they spin around in their swivel chairs and oh we are the Board of Health
2: I, I think they're the, the main source and before you get into your talking points I have to say how impressed I was by the Lewis County's uh, community's ability to rally to that meeting like I mean news trickled out Monday morning that it was talked about and there was well over 100 people at that meeting so it's, it was packed and we they, had over, they spread the word fast
0: yep and we almost had a thousand people watching the meeting live on the Chronicle yeah, Facebook at page one time, I mean, people yeah. were people were very interested in what was going on
1: yeah so anyway the board of health slash commissioners got a bunch wheeled a bunch of experts in to discuss whether or not to do anything different about the fair they brought in lewis county health officer steve Krager, who said they should cancel it they brought in sulcom fire chief Duran mcdaniel who said hospitals are at capacity and it's a $60,000 chopper ride to get out of East County. Um, we have a quote from Camo the dog who says, worth it. Oh, low blow. <laughs> uh, Tony Kuzma with American Medical Response said basically the same thing. Providence Chief Medical Officer Kevin Caserta said they're, they're full. And he said, people younger than me will likely die this week of COVID. Uh, Commissioner Sean Swope took the opportunity to accuse him of using fear to prevent people from going to the fair. Caserta basically said, yeah, yes, that's, that's the point. A little context there. He, it was something
2: That was intriguing to me as a viewer because he brought in something that had happened before the meeting. He overheard Kevin say that, mm-hmm. um, called him out on it, and Caserta owned it to his credit. Yeah. Um,
1: but that was, that, was a, that was a high point in the meeting as a viewer. Um, and uh, let's see. Swope also pressed Caserta to not fire unvaccinated staff, which kind of feels like out of place for this meeting um anyway swope and prosecutor jonathan meyer both basically said if you don't like it stay home and the fair is happening and the people rejoiced they did everybody absolutely clapped everybody (laughs) just like the meme and then everybody clapped um one thing i'd like to point out i bet poor steve Krager, like i kind of feel bad for him like you're the chief medical officer they hold this big meeting and bring you in to get your opinion about whether or not to have the fair and he goes probably not and they go you know what we're gonna do it anyway like thanks for nothing
2: I thought the, the deputy prosecutor, too, kind of suggesting that maybe they should at least pretend to consider these things and you know, for liability issues, um, that was an interesting point for me as well. Um, I do think, like and a lot of our commenters had this to say, the, the fairs, I mean, it's mostly outdoors and mm-hmm. the indoor buildings are open air. So I think it, m- me personally, I'm not a health officer. So since the health officer suggested closing it, it's kind of reckless, I guess, for me to say this, but I, I think it could be done safely. Um, yeah, but I don't know if any precautions are being taken. Who knows?
1: I don't. I'm not against having the fair, or I don't think they should have canceled it or anything. I'm more curious as to like the the pageantry of putting on this meeting and bringing in the health officer and getting a recommendation, then being like, "Well, you know what? We're going to have the fair. Everybody's already there and set up." I do think it's a, it feels like the fair is a relatively like low risk event as far as. Like you don't go to the fair for the most part to like stand in close quarters indoors with people unless you're for some reason sharing a porta potty or whatever,
0: which is not my thing. Uh, Frank, <laughs> care to elaborate? Depends, depends. <laughs> if it's a handicap, if it's one of the handicap versions, maybe. Uh, yeah. But I
1: mean, if they wanted to take some safety measures, I, the fair's already going at this point, so the the horse is out of the stable. Uh, the horse is out of the barn, as they say at the fair when a horse leaves the barn. Indeed. Um. So yeah, uh, the fair's there. Go I still prefer want.
0: cats out of the bag.
1: I like cats out of the bag, too. Like, why would you put a cat in a bag? I don't get it. You throw it off a bridge? I don't get it. Uh, shout out
2: to Nightcrawler, a.k.a. Jared Wenzelberger. He went live at the fair yesterday for one hour and toured every nook and cranny. It was incredible. Did he go to the carnival? Uh, he went everywhere. Yeah, he did, did not miss, he did
0: not miss a corner of that I, fair. Wow. Yeah, I don't it was think awesome. he,
2: he missed anything. It was one of the rare occasions where the commenters were actually complimenting us. Usually it's wow. like, it's too blurry. I can't hear it. I don't want to see this. How, How did, this did this video start? Get out of here at the
0: comical. You don't belong at the fair.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, Jared's doing great work over there, and um, we'll we'll keep the coverage on baby races tomorrow. KELA oh, Diaper man. Derby. Let's go. Get yeah.
0: over there put some money down. I mean, And then we're still waiting for the viewers to know if the three of us here should do a news dump at the fair and taste test all the fair food.
1: It'd be fun. It's, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> people love listening to other
2: people eat. That's uh. I've, what I've learned. <laughs> it's
0: actually one of my pet peeves.
1: That's podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, our next news, uh, wait, wait, uh, Eric Schwartz has uh, pulled a true point guard move. He's brought (laughs) the ball up court. Held up one finger and he's calling an ISO play, and I believe he wants to discuss hashtag hillbillygate. Hashtag hillbillygate. It's trending everywhere right now. People are talking about it.
2: Um, do you want me to introduce the subject here or do you want to?
1: I am only the most vague bit familiar with the subject. Oh, okay. you, you go, you know what? You Go off, King.
2: Believe it or not, there is a newspaper in Winlock. Um, it used to be called the Town Crier. It used to be a de- decent <laughs> newspaper. Um, it's called something else now, and it's not a decent newspaper. And the woman who uh, is. I hate to even say editor because it, like, gives power to her (laughs) position. She's not a journalist. Um, Anyway, she was at the fair meeting as well. Um, When it was over, she jumps on Facebook and goes, please share, share, share. Claudia with the Chronicle said, those effing hillbillies to two observers as she left the meeting about the fair. I will not spell the F word out. It is not okay for any journalist to call the residents' names and then write about the community. And that, my friends, is a straight-up lie. It didn't happen at all.
1: Did not happen at all are the words from the editor.
2: No, absolutely not. Um, I'm sure somebody could have said it because if you're at that meeting and you know, you're on the, the side of this is a bad idea, that sounds like something somebody would say. But I 100% guarantee you it was not our reporter. Um, so it turns out um, after Claudia reached out to her, she wouldn't take a phone call from Claudia. So we have an individual here who will bash a person like in public but won't talk to them What's the, what do you call that? A coward. That's what it a is. A coward. Yeah. A keyboard cow- yeah, warrior. It's a, a, ca- it's a warrior. coward. Um, mm-hmm. And so. Yesterday, uh, Claudia reached out to her and said, Lynette, you know this is a blatant lie. Perhaps those two individuals mistook me for someone else. Because get this, Lynette didn't hear it herself, but someone told her that Claudia said it. And the, per- the people who told Lynette that Claudia said it didn't know who Claudia was. So Lynette identified Claudia after the fact, after she left, as the person that said something that two other people heard
1: that weren't her. Mm-hmm. So that's really credible, right? Yes, that sounds uh, absolutely like something Claudia would do. If someone that's
0: in the news world you think would be... Would not take a source like that or go that far down the game of telephone. Yeah. It, you're, you're in the news world, you know how the news world works, and here you are playing a game of telephone with yourself yeah, and two people job. that don't even know who Claudia is.
2: It's a hit job. I mean, you could turn around and we could literally say anything that we wanted and attribute it to Lynette and post it on Facebook and say, share, share, share. That's how irresponsible it is. Um, fig- I wanted to finish off what Claudia had to say in her message. She said, perhaps those two individuals mistook me for someone else, but hillbilly is not even in my vernacular, and I would never insult someone on the job. I pride myself on that professionalism. If you have an issue with my reporting or with the Chronicle, please take it out. At a more appropriate time, you're posting something untrue on Facebook to take out a 22-year-old whose reporting you dislike. It's unethical, and it's unjournalistic. And I don't think I could say it better than that. Um, Guess what her reply to that was? Have a nice day. (laughs) Like, Uh, oh no, you caught me She did come back later to say, by the way, I have zero issues with Chad or the Chronicle And I'm here to say you do have issues with both Chad and the Chronicle (laughs) Why is
0: that the next message? Our county needs
2: three papers, as we all do cover different things Another note, we don't need that paper, they contribute (laughs) nothing Um, I know neither of these two men or the business owner lied H has no place in this either. I am done. Do not call, text, or message me or our newspapers again. So we have a woman who will make a a false allegation, or at best, a rumor. Like, I like she says, it's not a rumor, it's what these two guys told me. That's That's, what a rumor is. That's the definition of Sorry, that's a rumor. Um, Anyways, at the end of the day, I'm more, like, angry at the fact that I even have to discuss her, because she has no credibility. Um, She... I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's paper. I think our owner and publisher has some words on the topic that will be on the opinion page. So if you're it. interested in that, pick up the paper.
1: I saw it lying about the proofing page, and I enjoyed it. I'll leave it at that. My it biggest was good. piece
0: here is you said when they changed the name to the town crier, I thought the paper just completely disappeared.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I didn't know it was still uh, around. No, I don't. I don't know the thinking behind that. I mean, I used to. I used to really enjoy the town crier. To be honest, we would get it here. I believe we printed it. Um, I think the editor way back then was uh, Benita Myers, and it was a nice paper. I mean, um, I won't insult a newspaper on the size of its product anymore because I mean we had to shrink down in size. We, we're now back up to full strength, but um, the content I can certainly speak to that. Um, and what I consistently read in that paper now is not what I would call news. Um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, she uses it as a vehicle to attack people. And in this case, she hasn't used the newspaper yet, um, but uh, in response to what she has said about our reporter, um, her attempt to, to ruin her reputation, um, we are going to put it in our paper, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Hillbilly gate.
0: <laughs> Hillbilly gate. Hill- share, share, billy share, g- share. Hillbilly Gate.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm done with this topic. Um, I will never speak of it again. Are you and sure don't text call email <laughs> and Nothing.
0: apparently apparently hearsay is a credible source, yeah, going forward- okay, apparently I mean those, it, those are the rules so we can hearsay anything now based on how she runs their paper.
2: We won't I mean, do we're, we assume that everything
0: that. else in their paper would be hearsay as well, or do they do reporting as well?
2: I don't know, it would be bad form even if you weren't a quote unquote editor um to to bash someone with something that you didn't witness personally or that there's no evidence of um i mean for goodness sakes there was well over 100 people in that meeting um there was cheering at the end there was clamoring there had to been several conversations going on i bet you anything claudia was one of the only people in that um commissioner's hearing room that had a mask on Um, Mm -hmm. but yes i'm sure that you being told by allegedly being told by two attendees that she said that were yeah
0: but the two attendees don't even know who Claudia is or what she looks no,
2: like. No, but Lynette, she 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 figured it out though, yep. based
0: on their description. Based <laughs> on their what kind of stick man figure did they draw? And Lynette's <laughs> like, I know who this is. It's someone at the Chronicle. What? A, Let's find the one yeah. person that was there besides Jared.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what a joke. I, the uh, funny thing to me is uh, after she did that, they both ended up at the Lewis County PUD meeting um, yesterday morning. Claudia and Lynette. She had no words for her. Won't take a phone call from her. Howard. Huh. Um, she, she did. You know, as I as I read, she she wouldn't talk to Claudia, um, but she's still happy to talk to Chad. And I think she should she should read all about it in tomorrow's opinion page.
0: Yes, she should.
1: All right, moving on to more- wah, wah, wah. Oh, DJ Pageviews <laughs> out. <laughs> Sound effects coming soon. Um, Moving on to more cheerful news. Michaela Maynard has been crowned Little Miss Friendly. (laughs) What a segue. (laughs) Great, yeah. Her new role came with a shiny bike presented by Franklin Taylor, who is with us here, who already described that transaction. She also got flowers, a plaque, and the famous cape. Franklin, did you give her the flowers, the plaque, and the famous cape, or was that someone else?
0: That was someone else, but I sure do wish I could have.
2: I thought uh, for a second when Crawler turned in his photos, I was like, Tom Cruise, is that the
0: fair? I and know. It you, wasn't. It when was When you Franklin. sent that photo out, I was like, who is that? No way. That's me. <laughs> that's me. my new Avi. Is that still the word people are using for profile picture? <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, it's,
2: it's the first time I've heard that. Uh, I think it's Avi.
0: Is it Avi? I think it's Avi. Uh, you look stunning. Well, I appreciate that. It's my great, head doesn't need photo. that, but I do. Great look.
1: Michaela said, "The reason I want to be a little misfriendly is so that I can show people that they can come out of their comfort zones and follow their dreams," she said, which is appropriate. as Franklin is following a dream and coming out of his comfort zone by being here and <laughs> talking into a microphone, something he's never done before.:
0: oh, when yeah. you're surrounded with, like two fine young gentlemen like your guys yourselves. You make me feel comfortable.
1: We are neither young or gentlemen, but we appreciate it. Well, I'm, I am a gentleman.
2: Um, so that's, that's me. I, one of our commenters on Facebook. Throughout an old idea that you had in Power Rankings once, wishing that there was a similar contest for a young man. Yeah, a Little I've Mr. Rowdy. i had that Rowdy. same idea, yeah. yep. Little, little Mr. Rowdy. What I know? thought
0: would be fun is, like, they have Little Miss Friendly, we could have Little Miss Strong, and it's just a bunch of young kids trying to pick up heavy objects, <laughs> and whoever can lift up the most gets, gets the cape. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. sick. Man,
2: yeah, you could have a whole, like, team of Little Misses, like, based on their various abilities. Uh, it would be a lot of fun. It would
0: be a lot of fun.
1: So, fellas, Michaela Maynard is Little Miss Friendly. We're we buying or selling? She's going to do a good job. <laughs> of course, we're she's buying. She's going to do an. She's going <laughs> to do a terrible
2: question. <laughs>
0: she's going to do an absolute great job.
2: Uh, shout out to 2019 Hayden Bartell, who uh, 2019 Little Miss Friendly, excuse me, uh, Hayden Bartell, who made history. She's the only Little Miss Friendly in the history of the contest, which goes back to the 60s. To serve two years due to the pandemic. So, and wow.
0: she was a great Little Miss Friendly. Yeah, she fantastic. did a wonderful job. There
2: were some stats in this uh, story about how many events. She attended 64 events, passed out 5,000 stickers, and tossed 195 pounds of candy. Slap that on a that baseball card. That is
0: impressive. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Props props to whoever... baseball cards coming soon.
1: Props to whoever kept that stat book.
2: I loved uh, the extreme focus our newsroom had on the Little Miss Friendly contest this year. I counted. We had at least six stories <laughs> about, like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Here are the nominees. Here are the nominees in public. Here they are in the public again. And then we went live, and we just went full on. It was just, uh, just embraced it. And they made,
1: like, a surprise visit to the, what, uh, the port commissioner candidate forum city council candidate forum the other day Yep, yep they did just popping up all over the place good stuff yeah
2: yeah you know these uh these people we've seen it with past contests these will be community leaders here in the next uh, 15 years or so
0: yeah i agree
1: uh next news item i'm throwing this one in there because it was the most read story on cronline when i was putting the notes together landowner withdraws zoning request in centralia after uproar from neighbors So, Jeremy Wildhopper bought some land behind Centralia High School a few years ago, wanted it to have a sewer system or something, but if he did that, everyone else on the road would have to pay for it too, I think. So people showed up to a city council meeting and said, "Don't do that."
2: You don't mess with Mayberry. It's one thing I've learned about Centralia. Back when uh, Opus, when that project was going in, mm-hmm. they organize fast. Like, agree with them or not, they uh, <laughs> they know how to get together. <laughs> get after it. I was also surprised to see that as our, our most read story, considering all the other hot button issues. But yeah, uh, a
1: lot going on. But a zoning dispute at a Centralia city council. I know. Can stop billing.
2: Uh, I did think that um, Jeremy deserves something of a tip of the cap because he said, "I'm not trying." to get the whole neighborhood up in arms, and that's exactly what happened. It just seems unfair that my property is in the city, surrounded where it sits. I don't have any benefits being part of it. Anyways, uh, he says, I'm not going to ruin it for everybody. It doesn't make any sense. So he pulled himself out of it, and you don't see that with, like, developers from out of town or things like that. They're going to no. they're gonna force that in. If they have the legal right to do it, they're going to do it. So um, thought that was good of him. Sounds like he's got some other options about, you know, maybe going through a different property lines in Trey School District or something like that.
1: So. Uh, yeah, I was surprised again it was that big of a story. And you know what? The system works. People came out and said, hey, we don't, we don't like this.
2: Yeah, I, I actually thought this. I know a lot of people, it's, it's a dividing story. But the fair story, I thought the same thing. I always like to see, like, I saw people in there. I saw Mayor Brandon Svensson from Winlock there, and he had a kid on his lap. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're witnessing the process. Um, mm-hmm. The other side would call it a super spreader event. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I'm not going to go there. Um, but uh, I always like to see the citizens get engaged because our journalists sit through a lot of meetings where they're the only ones there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so it's it's nice. It's nice when they have company.
1: All right. Our next item: T-Rap, the TikTok T-Rex, has a message for Lewis County on rental <laughs> assistance. T-Rap, your favorite local T-Rex, has a message for the young adults in Lewis County. It's a TikTok video saying rental assistance is still available and the process to get up to 15 months covered is easier than you think. I couldn't help but wonder why they didn't hire Lewis County's preeminent TikTok teen Nightcrawler for this. <laughs>
2: I don't know. They should have. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it was... I I had to read the story a few times to figure out what was going on, but uh, yeah, It seems like it should be a topic where um, people
2: would be excited to learn about how to get rental assistance and they wouldn't have to be lured by a team of... uh of dinosaurs, but uh, yeah. I'm not going to mock anyone who put this together, though. I, I, you yeah, know, it's fine. You're uh, trying to reach the youngins; They need to hit the 18 to 24s is what they're saying age-wise, and TikTok's where they'd be at.
1: It would have been funnier if they would have hired Night Carl to put out like a, like a thirst trap video. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Blashing around in the waves. Get rental assistance. Yeah, it'd have to be Franklin, too. I could Franklin do that. In there. I yeah. could
0: do that. <laughs> I already know what bathing suit I'm going to wear. Uh, Give me the call. It's a (laughs) two-piece. Give me the call. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Anyway, yeah, rental assistance available. If you're uh, a a young adult, I can't remember exactly the ages, like 18 to 24, something along those lines. Uh, Aaron, you're a landlord. Um, Some
2: would say a slumlord. But did you have any problems with your uh, people paying your rent during the pandemic? Uh,
1: I did not, no. No. What would have happened if if they couldn't pay or they just didn't pay? Uh, I would have followed the legal process for either... uh, I don't know, getting rid of him or okay. asking him to pay the rent She's not or say anything something. Wrong. Okay,
2: fair enough. Like, well, I'm not You're gonna throw
1: gonna, them like, out. Like, burn my own house down to get rid of him in anger.
0: That's
1: an insurance job right there, Aaron. <laughs> this house burned down. Now the property's worth twenty five dollars less. Um. Anyway, our ne- <laughs> this one was pretty wild too. Uh, Joe Kent further solidifies position as furthest right. Herrera Butler challenger. Uh, great headline. The Conservatives Ladies of Washington Candidate Forum was held in Centralia's Pathway Christian Church. I believe this was like Thursday last yeah, week? Yeah, it was last late week. Last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, naturally, to emcee this event, they brought in Morton Police Chief Roger Morningstar, uh, the most conservative lady I can think of. Uh, not really. Uh, it's People just like him. interesting. It was just an interesting choice for the conservative ladies of Washington. Anyway, he asked questions to Jamie herrera Butler Challengers, Joe Kent, Wadi Yakur, and Heidi St. John. So the best way, I think, to go through this candidate form is just to throw out some of the best lines. And we can decide whether or not we like these or agree. We're buying or selling these lines.
2: Uh, I'm not going to buy or sell any of the lines. I'll I'll leave that to you two gentlemen. Um, My only take is that these are the only three big candidates so far for the Republicans. It was nice to have them um, on stage together in Centralia where people can come and
1: have a look at them themselves. Uh, So first quote from Wadi Yakur. He says, they, and he's referring to transgender people, are building a genetically modified army almost. Don't think that's true. Uh, he also said that he has an almost perfect credit score, by the way. Uh, sick brag. Hey, that was uh, that was in, in relation to
2: uh, oh, AOC's credit score being like, hilariously low, apparently, when she was elected to Congress. Which, which, which was may also, have been debunked. Which was quickly debunked, I am yeah, just saying. It was when like he
1: just jumped up there and said, you vote for me. I got a great credit score. I'm good with money. <laughs> Look at my credit score. core also <laughs> joked, I think a police officer handed me my first beer when I was a teenager, which just reminded me of Step Brothers. Oh, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. my first beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Joe Kent, who said, uh, describing what he would do as a congressman, this can't be the first time you get punched in the mouth or you've been blown up. This is going to be a knockdown, dragout brawl to save our country. He also said he would hunt down BLM activists and use his combat experience to strategically decapitate Antifa and BLM groups. Right, that sounds uh, well, illegal to start with. <laughs> I, I think it
2: was like you know I don't know. I, he speaks very uh, how should I say? Um, I mean he's a he's a he's a veteran, um, a special forces guy, um, and I think that he uses that type of language when he talks. And I don't know. He is by far the leading candidate in the Republican Party to take on JHB. It's not even close as of last look. So.
1: Uh, Let's see, Heidi St. John said, transitioning slash transgender people are from the pit of hell, and said, Donald Trump was my favorite sitting president ever in the history of the world. Um, I like Millard Fillmore, personally.
2: Who's your favorite president, Franklin?
0: That's a tough question.
2: You don't answer any
0: of our tough questions. That is a tough question. I was a Reagan guy. Oh, yeah. I liked Reagan. With that hair, you look like a Kennedy. Do you think I look like a Kennedy? With that, you know, the hair swooped up they like that. They college, did look good. In college,
1: I used to wear a... Uh... Why, man, you can't <laughs> come back to my room? <laughs> I found a I Ronald
0: definitely... Reagan
2: shirt with just his face on the front. That's of, awesome. At Goodwill. That's well, cool. Well,
0: if you still have that shirt and it's a oh, size if I did. medium, let me know.
2: <laughs> I have,
0: I collect campaign buttons. My most prized button is a Ronald Reagan, Reagan for oh, yeah. president button. I
2: think uh, Mr. Vantile here has
1: a Richard Nixon or two. Uh, yeah, I've got a whole closet full of them. Yeah, I remember seeing big, them. Big Nixon guy. Big Nixon guy. <laughs> uh, one last thing. Where do we stand on Joe Kent's hair? We were discussing this the it's other day. It's fantastic. He's got it's, a great head of hair. It's It's,
0: I think, too good. I, I look looking. in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, man, my hair looks good. And I see that guy. His hair blows mine out of the water.
2: It's magnificent. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even, there's no irony to this. I'm just saying he has good hair and I'm jealous of it. I, it looks almost unnatural. Like, that it looks is an accusation like unto a
1: Lynette Hoffman. It looks too good. <laughs> How dare, you? How dare I'm just, you? I'm just asking questions here. <laughs> I'm I, just asking questions. <laughs> I, talked to sure, two guys. Sure, sure. I talked to two guys that overheard Joe Kent <laughs> leaving the forum saying, I can't wait to go put more propicia on my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful uh, and I did not hear that obviously I will not take part in this <laughs> it's, It is great, but hair. you don't
0: know what who he is or what he looks like
1: so you're going uh, no, to convince these two
0: it might be somebody else I
1: had to draw a picture of what I thought the person talking about, about these things looked like and showed it to Schwartz News like well by god that's you can't print it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of great hair, Terry Harris and Paul Erickson were both at the Candidates for Port's Sheila City Council candidate face off forum. I just butchered that headline. Fine transition. segue. Uh, have we ever seen a forum with more interesting hair between Terry the Hair Harris and also Paul Erickson, who just has the, the silver mane swooped back there? Uh, it,
2: that haircut is what I call the wolf of the dentist Stanson um, from Mighty Ducks 2, if anyone's familiar mm-hmm. with that. Coach that of the Iceland team. It's not an insult, just the straight back. Look good. Um, yeah, is that what we're doing now? We're just commenting on local politicians' hair. I think we can this is where best we drop of to. Lewis County hair edition <laughs> offshoot podcast. That's actually a good best of Lewis County category: best hair,
0: best hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only bad thing is, since uh, I work here, I couldn't win that award.
2: That's true. It's too bad. Been a shoe in too.
0: <laughs> That's a gimme.
2: No, that was a good. Uh, it was a good forum, though. It was the second and final, I believe. I don't know if they're going to do another one before the November election. Um, we had the Chehalis Port, of Chehalis, Port of Centralia, and Centralia City Council candidates there, and uh, yeah, it was great. Um, I thought the questions that the, the chamber had this time were, were really good. Um, the first forum, I felt like, they're, because it was all city council races in Centralia, had to ask them the same questions, but this one you could ask different, you know, what makes you different than your opponent and mm-hmm. things like that, so yeah, it was good. It was cordial. Everyone attended.
1: All right. Uh, do you guys have a moment to talk about uh, about homes and home ownership? Oh, I've been waiting. You guys, for this. you guys are both homeowners, right?
0: Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you ever think about you know? We talked about your your vacation home last week, Frank.
0: That would be in Australia. Uh, for
1: something in Australia, Schwartz. Where would you like to buy a vacation home? Uh, Montana. Big fan of Montana. Oh, I thought you were going to say Morton. A uh, Morton. Big fan of Morton. Big
0: fan of Morton. What's <laughs> awesome? Uh, we, I would
1: love to live out there. It is, nice. it, is it, really it is beautiful. It is. It really is. Every time I drive through, this, it's just like man. It's just beautiful out here. Wasting your life on the Watch Prairie? I, nobody is wasting their life on the Watch Prairie, sir. But uh, if you were, say, you found your dream home out in Morton with all the perfect amenities you would want, uh, I believe you had. You were looking for a houseboat on a mountain, and yep. that's like halfway there. Yeah, it's close. A nice the houseboat there. on the on the cowlitz maybe. But yeah, that would just be cool. drop it right in there. A couple of rafts. Yeah, probably an outhouse. Probably two outhouses. Well, men's and women's. yeah. Yes. Very true um say you found that how would you go about uh financing set home uh i'd probably want to call summit funding you should call summit funding that's what everybody says you know they are the home loan experts the that's a capital D. capital d speaking of east lewis county talk to jason gillespie he's a east lewis county boy at heart and he'll hook you up with everything you need and explain the process and i'm sure he, he can probably even work out a deal to get better rates in east lewis county somehow I, I don't know that that's true. At I don't all. think, I it don't is think that's how financing works. I think that's like your, uh,
2: your 50% off offer if you mention the news dump. I don't <laughs> think he's going to honor
1: that. <laughs> if you're looking for uh, a home loan, help with the process, anything else, call JASIC with Summit Funding. His phone number is 360 330 4037 in the office. You can email him at Gillispie Team, that's G I L L I S P I E Team at summitfunding.net. Visit him at 1616 South Gold in Centralia. And as Schwartz mentioned, use promo code NewsDump, get 50% off your first house. What a deal. I love it. What, what a deal. A steal. Love it. Uh, what do we got up next? Let's see. Tales from the Takes page. I guess we're there. Yeah. Yeah, we are already at Tales from the Takes page. 20, 29 minutes into this thing. Uh, Julie McDonald has a column on decline cats and how it continues to be a barbaric practice. That was a real M. Night Shyamalan column, too. There was a twist at the end, and you probably didn't read it. I did read it. Oh, I was like, Decline cats? Why, everybody loves that. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, Decline cats, bad. I was not aware. This was a nice change of pace column. Uh, you know, every once in a while, you want to see something a little, a little different. She usually writes maybe about history, maybe about politics today. She's just about, you know, taking care of cats. Yeah, Julie, is a, she's all all-purpose
2: columnist. And she, a lot of what she writes are just straight-up stories. She sees stuff, goes out, reports on it, and writes it up. Column. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're great to read. Yeah, and she's got such a wonderful command of our local history as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of just about anything she writes. But when I got to the end and realized that that cat had not been declawed, I was like, why did we travel all
1: this way? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we have another column from Brian Mitke, Get Fired Up, Long Dash, Your Vote Matters. And so Mitke talks about how he was just walking on sunshine when the Napine Fire Levy was passing by one vote. Uh, and then <laughs> things took a turn when the levy failed by one vote.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that was a dramatic twist. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll have it that. Was. We have a
2: story in tomorrow's paper. The fire district is going to pay for a recount, so... Oh, which can be expensive. I don't know what the cost is, but it's like a per ballot cost—five dollars a vote. So, but I don't know. I have too it's, much yeah, faith. Yeah, but that,
1: that's only like eighteen hundred votes too. Like right.
2: But I have not... too much faith in the Lewis County Auditor's office. They didn't miss one. I'm sorry, but they're going to have to run this one again. Yeah. They're too good over there, Larry Grove, Tom Stanton. You're not getting. You're not getting by them. Yeah, they run a tight ship. Yeah. Uh,
1: he also added some more reader submissions to his historical women of Lewis County list, which was nice to see. He did. Um,
2: he continues to add names. One wonders if he will ever stop or if he will keep going. I think he needs Hall of Fame rules where there's only so many names like you it. can add uh, every, every year. I like it. Um, some of my best editors have always told me to get as many names and faces as you can in the paper. So when he's making these lists, he's just...
0: Ding and people, he's checking ding, ding, the ding, ding.
2: People are gonna hear they were in the paper. Yeah, so
1: I, and I, DJ I appreciate you. Uses the, the, the light on your hat goes off. And <laughs> it, it you does. run to check your notifications. It does just as a, another
2: uh, preview for tomorrow's paper. That's, you know when we do these on Wednesdays, I talk about the Thursday paper a lot. McCroskey's back this week, so mm-hmm. he's got the headline: the AG's pinky promise and the damage of new policy laws. So, oh, uh huh,
1: yeah, All it's right. gonna be a good one. Yeah, uh, people's champion of the week. Do we know who won the demolition derby? Uh, We are going to know who
2: won the derby. Um, I've got a bunch of photos from Crawler, and we're going to have that in the Saturday edition. Eric Trent's working on a a nice special spread of that. Uh, Did either one
0: of you guys watch the derby?
2: I watched what was live, because Nightcrawler went Facebook Live with it, so I
1: watched a little bit of it, but our boy Luke Kilgore was the the PA announcer. That was cool. Yeah, it's a nice picture of him dancing on the infield in front of a busted-up car. Oh, that's awesome. Crawler took it, Yeah, so that might be in tomorrow's paper. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Uh, So our People's Champion, I was going to say whoever won the Demolition Derby, but I think obviously uh, Michaela Maynard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal.
0: Not a lot of people have won both of those events in one night. That's got to be a record. Is
2: that what happened last night?
0: If she won Little Miss Friendly and the Derby? No, oh, no, I don't I got you. Now that would be impressive.
2: <laughs> See, you laugh, but I just got back from the Forks Fourth of July Demolition Derby, and there's a child's division where like eight and nine year olds go out there and ram into each other. It's a real thing. That, that is awesome. awesome. Yeah. I mean, and we, you
0: left Forks. I know. And you guys have events like this? Yeah.
2: I might be misstating. It might be 10, 11, 12. Next year like we're that. going. But they're not older than. Fourteen, they're they're little kids. I could, I, I joked about it years ago, and then it happened. So
0: <laughs> they heard your idea, that was a joke, and they're like, "Let's do it."
2: <laughs> no, I think that's great. How many days of uh, during the fair, Franklin? Do you go? Do you go visit? Do you, are you a one day guy? Like I'm going to go spend my full day there, or do you just kind of stop in every once in a while?
0: I am more of a gauging on how many corn dogs my wife wants mm. is how many times mm-hmm. I go to the fair because mm-hmm. she'll be like, "Hey, can I get a corn dog for lunch?" So I go to the fair and get her a corndog.
2: The tailors, I have learned, are very big on the corndogs. We like I heard like Chad corn chattering
0: dogs. about those. Chad had two foot-long corndogs. Jeez. <laughs> it
2: must be it must be good. I'm
0: going to try one out. He put those corndogs down. <laughs> I saw him walking. I was like, hey, can I have one? He's like, well, <laughs> they're both for me.
1: Just double-fisting dogs. He was. He see it. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, our Sirens Banger of the Week. We're back with a good one. Uh, Centrally, women arrested for theft after being caught on video. So, this was Miranda Kowalski and Jacqueline Kilmer are facing organized retail theft charges after stealing more than $1,000 in goods from the Harrison Supermart. Uh, I it think looked like a distracting type situation. Well, like I'm they worked at 2 it.
2: Well, I, okay. I didn't know. I, I forgot. Franklin, let's look. It's Aaron's podcast.
1: I, just <laughs> da,
2: this da, section da, da, of it. The Aaron
0: Show. <laughs>
1: They both have a history of failing to appear, so bail was $10,000. According to supermarket staff, the two women are were alleged to have stolen more than $1,000 in merchandise from the business at about 9.20 a.m. It's all on video. Uh, what looks like the two women are on camera in front of a cash register after one of the women walks off camera. An employee seems to have been called over to her, calling, uh, trying to call her away from the cash register. You got me off my game. You interrupted me. So anyway, one of them calls to- Calls the cashier away, and the other one slips a bunch of items uh, located on the front counter into her large black purse before walking away. So they're running the old, you distract them, and I'll toss $1,000 worth of those horny pills in my purse. (laughs) Um, How do you spend $1,000 at a gas station?
2: Like, how do you steal $1,000 worth of things? My bet, uh, I would think scratch tickets, which it didn't look like that in the part of the video I saw, but I would bet uh, vapes. Um, cause those can be pretty spendy and if you're, you know, you get 50, hundred of those, that's, that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I $1, guess $1, so. thousand dollars at a gas station, they might've stolen two gallons of gas. I, oh, good. <laughs> that's not bad. Not bad.
1: That was, that was very good. I hey, was thinking it, that's like. That's why, that's why I'm here. I, I was thinking like a bunch of packs of cigarettes, but those are, you know, behind the counter. Yeah. You can't just get to
2: them. No, I, I, I'm going with my theory on the vapes, but.
0: What well, do you get called away from a cash register? Cash register. Like hey could you tell me what flavor of red bull you prefer?
1: Uh it was probably like the like the soda machine's broken or the slushy machine's as like.
2: brazen as they were you could tell they've done this before so they've probably honed in on some They damn were probably guys just, just th- thousands of dollars worth of those the male enhancement pills. I was happy that they they got caught pretty fast. <laughs> yeah yeah. That
0: don't work by the way.
2: <laughs> and shout out to the Harrison <laughs> Supermart. They didn't have one of those like blurry, unclear surveillance pictures where you're like, why did you even
1: get a surveillance camera? This was clear. Like you could make out. They're shooting in 4K. Film. They were in 4K. <laughs> it's just like, just run this through the scanner. Uh, we got front and back on both of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out the Supermart. Uh, runner up was a caller reported that her boyfriend assaulted her with a loaf of bread in the 1600 block of Northwest Louisiana Avenue. So over by Walmart, uh, it's got to be, got to be a baguette, right? Probably.
0: That's the one piece of bread I probably would not want to get hit by.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the they're... only
0: one that I in my mind could be used as a weapon.
1: Yeah, or maybe like some old French bread or something. But yeah, like a baguettes. Yeah, th- those are dangerous. Uh we got a business feature roundup. The juice box is open, downtown <laughs> Centralia. Looks cool. Have you been in yet? Haven't been in yet. Looks cool though. Yeah, they uh they did some nice work to the
2: place. The the photos that crawler turned in for us I did not recognize from our old days, that...
1: Big Tony's. The brief days. of yeah. Big Tony's. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Michael and Bria Perozo and uh, Levi and Sarah Althauser are running the juice box. And looks like they got a bunch of beer. Looks cool. You know, you got to roll back to the,
2: cin- the city councilor at the last chamber forum who was recalling the 80s when we had bars at every stop. I mean, mm-hmm. we got the insert coin moving in. we got that one. I mean, these are nice places, but... Uh, Tower
1: Crawl, coming the, back. Uh,
2: yeah, the Hub City uh, alcohol connoisseur has never had more options right in downtown.
1: Uh, well, I don't know about it. I'm, I'm sure they have had more options. You're right. It's just not like... Not this century, though. Upstanding <laughs> options.
0: <laughs> so it's probably not going to make it into Eric's preferred Best of Lewis County Best Dive Bar.
1: Yeah, sounds they're a little not classy. Gonna, they're not going to qualify. Oh no, no, it looks very classy. Yeah. This is like a like a best pint contender, probably.
0: That is awesome.
1: Uh, you guys ready for some Facebook comments? Yeah, let's give them to let's, me. Let's hear them uh, on the Save the Fair meeting. Guy says I had to report to jury duty for the Lewis County Courts all last month at the Southwest County Fairgrounds. Yet this month they packed a room at the Lewis County Courthouse to cheer on the Southwest County Fair. There has to be a joke in there somewhere. Well, sir, I hope we've covered it. <laughs> Um he he raises an interesting point. No, I mean, very I very
0: interesting point.
1: You don't
2: even have it's not contentious. It's just it, it's kind of interesting. It's <laughs> like very can't, interesting you can't be in the law justice center. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. I sent that that comment over to Aaron and was like, you know, uh I
1: don't have a joke for it, but it it's interesting. It's good. Uh let's see. On a story that was just a basic rewriting of a press release from the Department of Health saying state health officials say drop in vaccine rates in preteens is concerning. Uh, there were some comments on Cronline that were interesting. Uh, I'm going to skip to the one I liked by the Chronicle staff. Why no author? So no individual can be called out for the copious quality of misinformation in this article. And again, this was a press release from the health department with numbers from doctors, not like uh, like contentious stuff in there. Uh, let's see on the. <laughs> Did you? Do- yeah. I, I don't want to get into the rest of it. It's... The,
2: well, the, by the, did you say the By the Chronicle staff one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, just if, if you're interested why I would say that, we do that in the newsroom if there's no reporting required. So, yeah. Yeah, if, if you're rewriting something. Yeah, there. if it's no phone call, no going to talk to anyone, if it's just a rewrite, we, we consider that you don't really deserve credit when you, when you put your name on it. It's just yeah, Chronicle. it's not
1: like you're hiding something, but no. it's just putting By the Chronicle It's just a on processed it. press release. Yeah. Insert
0: the more you know meme.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are learning a lot from this podcast today. Uh, and on the <laughs> JHB Challengers debate story, uh, time for the real conservatives to stand up, tired of these rhinos lean on purpose in slow motion while wearing cowboy hats, uh, or who lose on purpose in slow motion while wearing cowboy hats. I'm not sure if they're talking about, like, the candidates are the real conservatives who should stand up. or I couldn't decipher that one either. Yeah, I, you need to throw, like, a slash S on the back of that. Um, and then it is important to realize just how an article is written. And it appears that this way, the, artic- the way this article is written relies on the use of inflammatory quotes. Perhaps the interviewer, and they're talking about uh, Roger Morningstar, I think, failed to ask follow up questions on comments such as decapitating BLM and something about LGBTQ being from the pit of hell. If the questions were asked and the candidates answered, why would this also not be reported? Is it because the interviewer is merely incompetent, or is the author deliberately trying to portray some of these candidates as kooks? I mean, um, nobody, nobody <laughs> like, debated
2: that those things were said, so I guess this is a matter of... Um, we should have just buried the inflammatory stuff and made them look better. I mean, I, she just wrote what they said. There's there's nothing more than that.
1: Yeah, like with quotes like that, you're not trying to portray any of the candidates as kooks. They're just kind of portraying themselves that way. And the
2: words are meant to project a certain message, and that's the one that he's trying to get across, and that's the one that ends up in the paper, so I don't know. Don't about it. Yeah, be shy if you show it. up
1: to a photo shoot with a turd on your shirt, <laughs> you can't be like, wow, why'd you run this picture of me with a turd on my shirt? I can't believe you made me look like an idiot. <laughs>
2: Uh, On the topic of that race, though, um, which, again, I've had to remind several callers that that is not until 2022. (laughs) A lot of people think that that's this year. I'm not joking. I mean, I've just been told that several times. Um, But Herrera Butler did a uh, town hall yesterday. Rick Bannon, our boy, did a uh, story on it. That's up on cronline.com in tomorrow's paper. And uh, it was very, very comprehensive. But the headline on that one is Herrera Butler pushes for investigation into start of COVID-19 pandemic. I know she also talked about Afghanistan. It was, was a very interesting town hall, so you can read about that.
1: You're telling me she discussed real issues going on in Washington, D.C.? It sounds like it. Interesting. She interesting. did. Immigration, law enforcement,
2: uh, environmental concerns. Did she tell the uh,
1: her constituents who she thought was from the pit of hell? i'm not doing this aaron uh, a simple yes or i no report the suffice. news was anything said about it. seals uh <laughs> no gonna... no
2: i didn't read a good question thank you franklin bringing this back to center <laughs> i haven't uh, i didn't read that in, i don't think that we got into that in this story so um okay do you think she has
1: better hair than uh joe cats
2: no uh, fact check there there is a section on sea, sea lions
0: there is yeah <laughs> okay sea lions
1: <laughs> there you go i Great. apologize what was the questionnaire? Do you think she has better hair than Joe Kent's?
0: No, no, absolutely not. Mm, all right. I'm, I am,
2: I'm all in on Joe I'm Kent's all in on it. He's got, I agree. Gray, he's got I great agree.
1: hair. Good <laughs> <laughs> gray hair, square jaw. Good looking um, guy. Uh, yeah, with hair like that, I'd believe any of his views. Um. All right. I think we're going to wrap up there. It sounds like there's a lot of good stuff coming in Thursday's edition of the Chronicle, particularly on the opinion page. And for the listeners, which actual page of Thursday's edition will the opinion page be on? They'll be be on on page six in the Thursday edition. It was
2: on eight, but we've got too many ads lately, and so we had to move it to a black and white page. So So you're telling me that your front page is
1: one, and then you would open it not once, not twice, but thrice to come up on the opinion page. <laughs> well, I don't Thry know why times. you're
2: going to such lengths to, to tell people, just, people how a newspaper works. Just but, yeah. making sure
0: people know where they what can find an the opinion educational mean, We've went over a lot of how-tos.
2: Yeah, and uh, uh, Chad was, um, you know, Chad's very strong. His views are very strong in this one. I'm going to let it speak for itself. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Pick
0: up Thursday's paper.
1: Yeah, it, it won't be going online for a while. All right, uh, and with that, thank you. As always, you can uh, check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review if you want. Uh, hit the star to, to like the podcast or whatever, however it works. Thank you, Summit Funding, for sponsoring us. And we will talk to you next time on News Dump. Share, sure,
0: share, 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 share. Sure. <laughs>